Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. Thanks to our mates at King G. Welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrub. Nice to be with you on this Saturday afternoon. So much in store. So much has already happened. South Sydney are the first team into the 2021 Grand Final. 36 to 16 winners over Manly. They now await the winners of the Penrith Melbourne game uh, this afternoon. The storylines just with that one side already there begin to uh, pop up. Adam Reynolds in his final game. It will be all eyes all week. Will be on his groin. Uh, just does it. an injury story, grand oh. final injury story is what mm. I'm talking about, uh, Reed, yeah, <laughs> oh, as you know. Yeah. Benji Marshall, 17 years. Will it be his last game as well? There were some tears he shed last night. We'll get to the bottom of that when we speak to him. Uh, Wayne Bennett, the great man. This is his 10th grand final mm. he'll be going into. Fourth different club. It's remarkable, isn't mm. it? That is amazing. Fourth mm. club he's taken to a, uh, an NRL Dang grand guy. Last game, too, for South yeah. Sydney. I mean, hasn't he been a great servant yep. over the last um, probably half a dozen years? He's been there six years or so. I mean, yeah, he struggled when he first came in and yeah. really needed to find his place, didn't he? Because he came down as a winger and they moved him into the centres. Yep. He wanted to be a centre. And, and we always saw what he, he did at sort of state of origin level. And South fans always asked, well, why doesn't he deliver that yep. in club land? And he's certainly done that over the last couple of years. He was brilliant last night and he'll be leaving at the end of the year as well. Yeah. So, as I said, with just the one team already there, the storylines are emerging. We'll find mm. out from the other side with Penrith and Melbourne uh, this afternoon from 4 o'clock. You'll hear it here. Uh, Ryan Girdler, and, and before I get to you, um, MG, uh, you can probably jump in on this. We've all been wondering how you've spent your week uh, last week's show. You talked about Manly and how you thought their chances would, would fly. How has the week been for you? Yeah, I, it's been an interesting one, Tony. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I always learn a few different things, don't in. Don't incite the incarcerated, obviously, at the moment. We're all in lockdown. There's a lot of emotion out in the community. And, yeah, I rattled the cage a little bit last week with my thoughts on Manly. And um, I've had some healthy discussions throughout the week and mm-hmm. lost a few waves out in the surf and, really? and whatnot. Had a few passing comments here and there and a few things going on around the businesses. But other than that, it's been a normal week. <laughs> so face-to-face stuff? Oh, walking away stuff, you know, going for walks and doing different things and getting out and about. There's been some passing comments here and there. But then that, I mean, that's what footy's all about. You know, some some people obviously, you know, cross the line from time to time. But the most of it's just been, you know, some healthy debate. And I obviously struck a nerve with what I said last week. And I didn't do it intentionally. It's just, yeah, I'm in here doing my job and saying what I think. And that's what I thought. So So that disguise you wore last week didn't work. The the mo didn't work and and the hat and whatever it may be. You've had the last laugh. Oh, good. You were right. In the end, you were right. You were spot on. Yeah. They yeah, couldn't well, go I, south. They couldn't look, go with them. Look, I, I just think if, if you look at their record coming into last night's game, um, you know, the loss by 20 points against uh, Melbourne the week before and then, oh, sorry, the, the win and then the loss. And then if you look at their last half a dozen games or so, there hasn't really been a contest amongst it. And, and I, I thought that that's exactly what happened last night when they got into those situations in in the game where there was an opportunity for them just on half time after they scored the first try to get into some sort of rhythm and get into the battle. They just weren't, they, they hadn't been conditioned for it and they fell away again. They, they dropped the ball twice and allowed, uh, allowed uh, South Sydney to score and then they continued on their way. So, 
But, you know, great young side coming through. Lots of good players. Lots of individual guys had brilliant seasons for Manly, and they'll be better for it. But I just don't think they were conditioned at the right time of the year for that style just, of footy. Just going back to the response uh, mm. from the, the great unwashed. And, and look, and it's absolutely <laughs> valid, whatever people think. The, thing, the problem is that people often think that maybe the person who's espousing these things uh, is death riding their team or has something against their team, rather than, as you said, really, just mm. doing a job and calling what you see, which is what you weren't trying to be vindictive about, Manly. You, you were just pointing out the flaws not, that you just, saw. Hasn't got that. Gerds hasn't got that in him. Gerds is not a shock jock. Gerds is, you know, he's been in the media long enough to know that you know everything we say has reactions and I, I know exactly where Gerds was coming from it's it's something that a lot of people were thinking yep. um, but a lot of people weren't gonna, weren't you know game up to say it in case they had egg on their face if Tommy Turbo went out last night and, and ripped and teared it's it's something that I don't think Gerds even thought about what he was saying I think he was just it was it was looking at the the last 10 weeks and going well you know what Mainly are very lucky to be where they are. I'll tell you, it was, where... it was quite evident last night, Gerds, mm. that they play a different form of footy when they're playing guys who are above them. They try and they try and go the cheat sheet. They try and go around and instead of they try and go the shortcuts. Instead of just go rolling up their sleeves and going up the middle like they do against the teams below them. Mm. Last night it was evident. I was calling the game. I was watching them closely because your comments were in the back of my mind as I was calling the game, and I was watching them closely. And early on especially when Kepi got injured and, and taken off, they started to go sideways really quick and they tried to get on the outside of uh, South City instead of earning that hard yards up the middle. And, and that's what I think they've got to change from to next year if they want to be a force. You, you can't win finals games or big games against quality opposition by not at least um, holding the middle third of the field. And, 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 and in all the games, and probably didn't go into enough detail last week, uh, and looking at the middle that they have, and they, they obviously lost Fanua Blake at the back end of last year. Now, if they've got Adam Fanua Blake this year, I think they're a good chance of going maybe that one step further. Mm, but their middles with, with Marty, uh, obviously off contract coming to the end of his career. Young Kepi, who's a great young player, but just sort of still finding his way. And Aloy I just don't think when they come up against the better middles in the competition... Uh, that they can they can hold that part of the field. And on the back of that, if they don't hold and get some momentum through that middle third of the field, it doesn't allow Tom to come in at first receiver. Now, Tom's great on the edges, as we saw last night when he gets it, but Tom's best when he's getting the ball first off the ruck and then taking going to the line, taking players with him. Um, and he doesn't he doesn't do that. We didn't see it last night. We didn't see it against Melbourne. We don't see it against the better opposition because they don't win that battle in the middle of the field. And unfortunately... Um, in the big games, that's where they won and lost. It's interesting because you, having made that call uh, and living in the area, that was the uh, yeah the, the mistake. I think yeah, it was. You, yeah. you probably made. <laughs> Last week we gave people the opportunity, obviously, to ring up and tell you you were dreaming. One triple three five for anybody who want to ring and apologise to Gerds. Yes, Oh, that's what sports <laughs> all about, isn't it? You know, I mean, you know, the opinions divide people, divide people, and people are passionate about it, and that's why we love it. How uh, were you I, sitting? How were you sitting last night watching the game? Like after the the two tries from Manly were disallowed. Were you kind of go, jeez. I, <laughs> I live in Manly. I was going for the I, Eagles. Yeah, see, there you yeah, go. I, my family all go Good for Manly. I was Good hoping boy. they, you know, they did, they did well last night. That's so. what I'm, I'm talking about. See, the thing yeah. about it is, if you get uh, 
kicked around on social media, that's totally understandable. You could have said, you know, I, I'm not convinced about Des's haircut and you still would have been had death threats <laughs> So on social media because that's the kind of platform it is. But people yeah. coming up to you and actually bellowing you as you walk past, old-fashioned yeah. old way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. The old heckle. I haven't been heckled in a while. So Last time I went to Queensland, actually. You're supposed to be locked down, mate. Get back inside. Yeah. What are you doing? It was good. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. All right. We will talk more about uh, Manly and how they can go another step further next season. Uh, we'll look at that game in greater detail. Hey, really, just before we get into that, though, do you, are you, by way of the sort of person who would take your mobile phone to the bathroom? When occasionally, don't you? Yeah. Occasionally. Because I, I, it's a bit boring in there sometimes. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I have evidence uh, that perhaps you do because you appeared, and this is something else we have to get to the bottom of. I don't know yeah. why you, as part of our group, Right. Would appear on Dead Set Legends morning, you know, and it's a triple M so, family tone. Yeah, mm. but you can't give your, you know, your best oh, to others. I gave them rubbish. Don't worry. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, you you gave them rubbish, and you gave them a very interesting beginning uh, because listen very very closely for the evidence that uh, Brent Reed was actually in the bathroom when the interview. <laughs> no, he began. did not. Again, you did. You can now stream every single Triple M game of the NRL and the AFL live on the Listener app. Download it now at L-A-S-T-N-R. And we're talking rugby league, boys. We're talking to Brent Reid. G'day, mate. How are you going this morning? Oh, oh you're a I'm better now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm better now. Yeah. You're a something? You are a pro. You are uh, a pro. Uh, this good. is oh, the Saturday Scrum. That is the best. Saturday Scrum for King G. Pushing the limits in comfort, technology and design. The high power scoreboard tells me that the Rabbitohs 36 have beaten the Sea Eagles 16. They make their way into the grand final to be played at Suncorp Stadium, Brisbane, next weekend. And as we said, uh, the Panthers and the Storm, they get their opportunity this afternoon. You will hear it on Triple M. The performance uh, from the Bunnies... Um, we're expecting that they would be solid. There's obviously been the talk that uh, with Latrell Mitchell, it's not going to happen. But that back line with Cody Walker just ruling the roost. Mm. Well, he had to stand up, Cody Walker. I think that was the, the chance for him to, to show he belongs on that stage. I mean, he struggled a little bit in origin over the years. He struggled in big games. But I, mean, I thought he was the best player in the park, Cody Walker. He just dominated... Uh, Manly, uh, he was unbelievable. Made all the right decisions, and and they needed him too. And he and he stood up on the on the big stage, which is what we wanted. And obviously, with Adam Reynolds carrying that injury, you know, more pressure fell onto for, to Co- onto Cody, and, and he handled it brilliantly. And look, they just blew him off the park. Was, they were just too good. And you know, Blake Taff, what a story he is. What, mm. what are we talking? Seven, eight games. Yep. And he was unbelievable last night as well. I mean, that, Wayne's just he's the master. He's the master. It has been for a long time. We saw it again. He started very ner- he started very nervously, Cody Walker. A couple of his yep. his first touch was a pass five meters behind the, the mm. intended receiver, and uh, it wasn't until he threw that subtle ball for the first try that he thought, oh, okay, he's back in, he's back in. The next try, he, he backed up Damien Cook and uh, in the middle, and only, only and not many players would be doing that. You know, as soon as Damien Cook ran down the wing, knowing that he's going to maybe ha- hopefully kick the ball back inside, and, and Cody Walker was yeah, that's fantastic intuition. And it's the right, Reedy Blake Taff. What a story! His seventh mm. game, and I he, he was close to my man of the match on the field. He, he look, he just he's everywhere. He's look, I, I put my hand up a few times on on this show and other shows to say that as soon as Latrell um, was suspended, I I put a line through South Sydney. I said they can't win the comp without him. They can't win the comp after having been scored fifty points on them twice in a year when usually you can't have any uh, at all through that throughout the season. So what they've done in the last couple of weeks has been phenomenal. Obviously against Penrith, that was their big one, their big statement. And I think ever since that moment, we've got to take note of them because their forward pack is formidable. 
these young back line. Look, Gagai's in career best form. Campbell Graham's just a fantastic defender. Jackson Paulo is six foot five and, and, and formidable, and Alex Johnson, we, we, we know about him. And you're, you're right about the injury to um, last night to um, Adam Reynolds. What, we, we got word in the commentary that before the game that he wasn't going to play, and I know we, we'll listen to a bit of audio in a minute from it. And that we heard it was a quad, um, and then if it was a quad injury, you think, well, he's not going to kick a ball. And then all of a sudden, about 25 minutes, 30 minutes into the first half, he put his first kick in. So it was. then we thought, oh, maybe he might be groin. He needs to warm it up. And we found it after the game it was his groin. Yeah, so the, what's the, as we said, that's something we'll be following all week with him. We love a grand final injury story, don't we? <laughs> we just need a judiciary story now. We always focus on somebody rather than the grand final week. He exactly. needs someone to get a charge today. Well, let's have a listen to Adam Reynolds. I think he's speaking with Gordon Tellis on Triple M. Adam Reynolds, I saw you come out and do a quick warm-up by yourself. Is it your quad hamstring, but you got through the game? Yeah, I got through the game all right. Just had a sore groin through the week. Tried to come out and do a bit of kicking, and it didn't feel too good. Obviously, there was touch and go there before the game, whether I was going to play or not. And um, obviously, I had a stern talking to Wayne, and he just had to get out there, back myself in D, and, and just talk. As simple as that. And I, it warmed up through the game and just got on with it. Um, yeah, it felt fine towards the end. He certainly didn't uh, shirk any responsibility in that defensive line, did no. he? And he was running hard. So all those things look good for how that will go for next week. I think it's been both sides of the ball his best year that I've seen him play because uh, last night we went out. he went out and we knew that he was restricted in some areas of the game. But so, so therefore, you know, just as a leader, he just made other parts of his game just even more important. And, and his defence, I thought, their edge defence last night, obviously up until about that 74th minute or whenever where they let a couple of tries down that right-hand side, I thought their edge defence was really outstanding. And I said that's – and I, that was the platform they sort of built against Penrith a couple of weeks ago. And we've always known that when South have got the football, they're incredibly hard to stop. But yeah, they can have moments of, of where they lapse. And last night it felt like it. they come out after halftime with that big lead. They could have gone to sleep there for yep. periods, but it was Walker's defence on one side, Reynolds on the other side. You spoke about Campbell Graham, Dane Gagai. Those guys at the moment they're crucial, aren't they? Because um, they're going to get they're going to play um, football without momentum in the next week for stages of that game, regardless of who they play. Because grand finals are always like that. You go through stages where you've got the momentum and then it's gone from you, and it's how you respond when you don't have it, and then then it then it's about resilience and your defence and. That, that progress that they've made throughout the year on that part of the, those areas of the game is what you know allowed them to get into this position. So, yeah, they're playing great. They've kind of blown them away. They got to 22-0, but Manly did have the opportunity. So there's two tries disallowed, uh, one for an obstruction and then Tommy uh, Turbo dropping the ball over the line. So once they got down into the red zone, uh, Manly looked likely. Well, every time they got down there, they actually looked like they were going to score. Yeah. They just didn't get down there enough, didn't hold on to the ball yep. enough. I think they were completing it just over 50% midway through the half, and they, had, they only had 35% of the ball. Um, and, you know, if you control the ball, you control the game, and South did that really well. And I, I mentioned, we obviously mentioned all those guys, but the other two blokes I thought last night who were unbelievable, Cam Murray, and you mentioned yeah. Damian Cook, MG. I mean, Cookie, I thought, that was maybe his best game of the year, Damian Cook. He just That's ran great. the ball Him, again. Murray. When he thinks run, he's so dangerous. And, you know, obviously they dominated possession, dominated the ruck, and mainly on the back foot, and Damian Cook's running at you. It just causes havoc. Um, and, you know, it's a big challenge next week for him. And I, I, you know, I worry they've played the grand final a week early. I think they're going to struggle, particularly against Melbourne. They've got a horrible record against Melbourne. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, well, them, if, play, them play. Well, against Melbourne, what about Penrith, mate? So, well, yeah. I said for one point. of the two. I think yeah. if it's Melbourne, I think they're going to struggle yeah, put against the Melbourne. The horse, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Put put the the horse. Mm. And, and you know, Melbourne's uh, Melbourne's in a great place physically. South, you can see, have 
um, are in a reasonable spot. But then you've got Adam Reynolds carrying something. He's going to have nine days to get over. Whilst Penrith look a bit bruised and battered. We'll talk about that game later. So, I yeah. think I think what it does show, boys, is that that prelim final um, week off is is so Huge. so important. Oh, back in the eighties and nineties, when I was playing finals footy, the the common theme was to keep on a roll. That if you had a week off, that maybe. Um, you might, you know, curtail your any any momentum you've got. But um, the the last three times they've played, or obviously South have played in the last four prelim finals. Um, that was the first time last night that they've won in week one. So they had the week off for the first time in in the prelim last three years. So that's that's I think it's enormous these days, especially amongst the the, the pandemic we're going through, the the change of cities and states that we've got to go to. I think everything's got to be. You need as much rest as you can, and I, and that's why. Mel, and I, look, I, I take what you're saying about Penrith and and Melbourne. Everyone thinks Melbourne are going to win today and win comfortably. I, if they if they do, well, it's because they've had a, a week off and they're, and they're rested up. Because and Penrith aren't. Can we just quickly, uh, Sean uh, Kepi? What the hell happened there? Yeah. Oh my uh, he was that was a massive oversight. So Tony. badly knocked, uh, yeah. and, and the wobbly boot. Very obvious to uh, yep. uh, us watching that he, he was gone. Not only did the play not stop, mm. but he actually got involved. Yeah, he was in involved the in the play, play where they came through and almost scored the try. Was involved in. Mm. I think someone was held up. But how 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 you know we can see that from our yeah. from our lounge room, um, and no one can actually get a message out to the referee that the game needs to be instantly you know brought to a halt, regardless of where the football is. Because if we're serious about player safety, we can't have incidents like that. Mm. And then all of a sudden. And it takes, I, I think it was even, you know, the next, heart, they've restarted and then they had to take him off or whatever it may be. So um, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's but nowhere it, near good enough. And how last week we had play stopped for an mm. ankle injury behind yeah. where the player was with Parramatta on the attack. It was a terrible look. Terrible yeah. look in the current environment, well, in the environment we're in these days. And I'm not, I, I haven't checked whose fault that is. I suspect it's probably, you know, you've got the referee and then you've got the touchies who've, who haven't said anything as well, and you've mentioned the bunker. So it's probably collective fault, really. really, Surely one of them should have picked it up and told the referee to stop the game straight away um, because he was in a bad way, Sean Crabbe. He obviously got ruled out for the game, and a huge loss for Manly. But you can't have that going on in... In the modern game, with how we deal with concussion, no. think about concussion. It's just a horrible look. Yep. All right, so what will be the storyline for South Sydney during this week as they head to another grand final? What have they got? 21, 22 premierships, uh, the pride of the league. Uh, and they have Wayne Bennett at the helm. Who, his final game, it's Adam Reynolds' final game. Uh, we imagine it now we will be Benji Marshall's Well, Wayne retired game. Benji after the game, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he did indeed. But he also, he also found time to have a crack at his old club, the Broncos. We've been at the grand final stage so many times, but after you were let go by the Broncos, how did you, is this probably one of your greatest triumphs given what you went through? I'll let you determine that. Yeah, I know, but we want to hear from you, Wayne. I know you would. I don't care what I think. You're not going to hear from me. Why not? Because it doesn't interest me. But when they let you go, you had to go somewhere. So for South to open the door for you, that was a... Well, that was, yeah, that was a huge thing. And, and, you know, I will say publicly, they undermined me in their conversations with South. So they, did, they didn't do a little job on me. They did the best job they possibly could. But to South's credit, they, they had some people there that had worked with me before. They were happy to, to bite the bullet and, um, and give me the opportunity. And I, you know, I, I rustled the crow and, you know, hopefully tonight, you know, the part of the repayment, that the, what the team's done, that means so much to him. And the chairman as well, Nick Pappas, he's been wonderful. And all the board, tremendous support there. And it's just, it was refreshing, to be honest with you. The last three years have been as refreshing a years I've had in coaching for a long time. Do you feel vindication, Wayne? Because Brisbane felt you were washed up. Well, they felt a lot of things. I wasn't listening to them. Why? 
because I, you know, I spent a lifetime being honest with myself. And if I thought I was washed up as a coach, I wouldn't coach. I wouldn't coach another day because I let too many people down and no one's going to determine it for me. Nothing's changed for me. If I want to coach, I'll look to coach and, and, and make a contribution. But I learned that as a young coach about when you should retire and when you shouldn't retire because I worked with a coach that, that didn't have the ambition anymore and the, and the passion for it. But I'm not at that stage. Wayne Bennett, uh, they're not wanting to talk about the Broncos. <laughs> but happy doing it for like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which is fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously it was a really traumatic time for him. Um, what, three years ago now and really difficult period for, for Wayne and... He's had the last laugh, let's be honest. I mean, Brisbane have struggled since he left and he's had South and, what, three prelims now and now in a grand final. So he's had the last laugh and he doesn't mind reminding everyone of it, particularly the, the Brisbane officials who cut him loose. Yeah, he is amazing. And w- w- are we following his last grand final oh. week uh, as well? You've mentioned that previously on this very show. Yeah. Given that he's going to, we assume... Uh, head for a startup club, yeah. he wouldn't think. Although he may have been a couple of years there and then Parramatta or somebody else may knock on the door and say, come back and have another shot. Well, well he's one of the big storylines this week, isn't yep. he, Tony? And obviously Adam Reynolds' last game for South is huge. Benji's last game, full stop. They're probably mm. the three um, storylines that stick out right now. Yeah, and one of them, Benji Marshall, will uh, join us later on in the program. This is the Saturday Scrum. We do it thanks to King G. Triple M, Saturday Scrub for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Mark Guy, Ryan Girdler, Brent Reed. My name is Tony Squires. Uh, I understand, uh, Reedy, the hate has moved on from Ryan Girdler <laughs> and uh, landed in your lap, which yeah. is terrific. South fans, because apparently I've written them off in the grand final. Penrith fans, apparently I've written them off tonight. Uh, okay. All in one well, break. I mean, yeah. you know, still got two and a half hours still to go. Two and a half hours to go. What, what, what do you say? Alienate yet? Anyone? Mm, at, Bre- at Brett Reed on Twitter if you want to talk to him. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Reed underscore seven, actually, MG. Oh, there you go. I like Ronaldo. That's my number. That was my number. Ronaldo. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Like Ronaldo, yeah. Similar. And Kenny Dalgleish. Roy Keane. Was Roy Keane seven? I think so. Kenny Dalgleish. No, Brian Robson. Sorry, Brian Robson. That's right, Robert. Um, yeah. Will you respond, Reedy? I'll respond. I like to respond to the punters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Mate. Listen, I'm not, right, I'm not writing off Penrith. I think they're a chance. Mm-hmm. An outside. I think, I think Melbourne are favourites. I think they're favourites if they go to the grand final next week. Most people will consider them favourites in both those games, won't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Okay. No, no. Actually, you, you're, not, you're not being vicious. Did you write South Sydney off as well? I'm just trying to remember what you said. Well, I sort of said, said, said they got they're a bad busted. record against yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. 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 You said they look busted, and that's it. They, yeah. they played yeah. the grand final last night. Yeah, and yeah. yeah they did say that. Yeah, yeah. Off, yeah. Off, off <laughs> maybe it went a bit hard. Yeah, I don't yeah. like. Yeah. Well, we should have said off here, but it can happen. They got out living in the or somewhere. I don't like them. Was thing you shouldn't have said. Yeah, that's true. I didn't say that. All right, what about Manly in terms of how they look for next year? No matter which way you look at this thing. From uh, 0 and 4 at the beginning of the season to get to where they did to a preliminary final was an amazing achievement for Des Hasler and that team. We've seen what Tommy Turbo has done. Uh, we've seen what Jake Trebojevic at the back end of the season as well has been brilliant. And Daly Cherry Evans has had a, a good one. Moses Suley came back and will look good in Dragons colours, but that's just by the by. Uh, what do they need, though, to get from where they've come this year to take that next step, MG? They need a marquee front rower, like Gerds was alluding to before. I think every – I'm looking at their list now and, you know, Morgan Harper, who had a fantastic season, he, he picked the wrong time to have his two worst games against Melbourne and against um, – uh, last night against the Rabbitohs. His, his defence was solid all year. Um, and maybe the maybe the the grandeur of the, the moment got to him, I don't know. But he'll be better for the run. These young kids, Ola Kawa too and, and Schuster, um, I'd like to see them early in a game – 
um, do I hit up <coughs> hit up in the first set of six? So it seems like a, it takes them a long time to get involved in the game. Once they do, they they're great. And I think that's all about learning. So she used to last night, once he, like he, he was unsighted until he started throwing balls around and running from one side of the field to the other. I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see more of that. But you've got to have a base to get, that, that needs a big forward run to get on, on the back of that. And, um, Ola Kawa too, well, he's a, he's a beast. He's, he's big, he's strong, he's physical, he's skillful. But I want to see more of it. I, I, I really don't like these days where we're confined to an edge and we've got to stay there. Like, I mean, come on, use, Use your your intuition and and start if you if you feel the game starting to slip slip away, and you know you can change the course of the the outcome, get in there and, and do something about it. But I think these di- these days we're just too reluctant to, you know, go against the coach's line of saying, mate, that's your corridor, stay in it. But and I really don't like it. I really don't like the way that um, star players are confined to five meters of a field on, on, on which is in a hundred meter field. Hmm. Yeah, I think they're going to be obviously better for the experience tone. Um, they they obviously need to pick up some some key positions as we, we were not sure what's happening with Marty and not sure what's happening with Kieran Foran. So they're definitely going to be better for the experience. Some of those young guys, that, as MG sort of said, got, got caught in the headlights over the last couple of weeks, uh, which is easy to do in this time of year. So they'll, they'll know what to expect next year. Um, so that, yeah, apart from that, I think it's just learning to win different ways. If you look at the good sides in the competition, there's, there's and, I, and I didn't know South had uh, that a defensive mindset win in them like they did against Penrith. That proves something to me that they, they can fall back on now. And they kind of fell back on it when they needed to last night. But as I said before, I just didn't see Manly in enough of those tight games throughout the year against quality opposition and just finding a way to win and then just getting all those younger guys acclimatised to what they need to do in those situations. So when they did get back into the game last night at halftime, instead of coming out of their own half thinking they need to score for every play and going for the miracle pass, coming up with errors and allowing South to score again, they just hold the football, they stick to their plan, they have faith in their process, and you only get that through experience, through having it worked before. Okay, no, we did this last time. And these guys haven't been in that situation. There probably wasn't enough of that from Cherry Evans and some of the experienced guys last night to sort of calm the farm just a little bit because they got a they got a little bit of a sniff and they all got excited and then all of a sudden they went from having no confidence to probably being overconfident and they're a team that can score points in bunches so look I think they're going to be an absolute threat next year just a couple of key positions they need to find in the off season and they're going to challenge again I reckon they need a hooker because they put a lot of faith in Manasi Farnu for two years and he hasn't been able to play. And he was going to be their hooker. Mm. Uh, and he's still on contract there, Manasi. But obviously those police charges he's, charges he's facing, he hasn't Who's had that. Who's the latest with him? Really, well, it's not till July next year he's got his, oh, wow. his hearing date. So he won't wow. be allowed to play before then. Wow. Um, and, you know, Lachlan Croker, with due respect to him, he's not a hooker. He's a half. Um, so I, I think they need to go out and find a hooker from somewhere. It's, as I said, they've, they've kept faith with Manasi for more than two years now. They just need to cut the cord. And move on. And, and you know, if he gets off the, the police charges some point next year, then, you know, you can re-sign him at a, a reduced freight. But, um, you know, I think that, you know, maybe go and try and get up at Coruscant back. Get no, the- what are you talking about, Rudy? You're trying to take kick our way. Now yeah. you're taking Appy Corso. Okay, He's happy out there, mate. He's Brandon doing his thing. Brandon Smith. Seven, what about Brandon Smith? Imagine Brandon Smith there in that go. team. They can, take okay. they can take Brandon. I think they just need a hooker. But I think there'll be some changes in the offseason. What was your Twitter handle again? Just for Penrith fans? <laughs> Brandon <laughs> underscore. Yeah. Just to dra- well, Marty, to, I mean, Marty, there's a good. There's a chance Marty Tapao leaves. Obviously, he's been given permission. He's got a year left mm. in his deal, but he's been given permission to negotiate. Um, so there'll be some changes there, I suspect. With and their he's roster. on decent coin too, isn't he's he, Marty? So they need to 
attract a big front, like as MG said, another middle forward. But they've got Paseca, who's developed yeah. well. Sipley's coming along, Alloy and they've a. also got Kepi and Alloy A. But yeah. they probably just, they're probably one really good, and they've got Jake, obviously, as well. But they're mm. probably just one really good, big, aggressive middle short at this point yeah. with experience. Yeah. But those young guys will get better. That's the other thing. I mean, the Absolutely. Schusters and all the Cowatows of the world. Yeah, yeah. Bloody oath. They'll be much Schuster's better great. next year. They will be. He loves a no-look pass. He does, yeah. His, his go-to. Will he stay uh, as a ball-playing back row or will he go to six? Well, he will next year because Kieran's taken up his options. So Foz will be there again next year. And they've okay. got a young kid coming through, actually. Um, Manasi Farnu's younger brother, I think, who's a 5'8", who's apparently the best 5'8 in his age group. Um, he's a couple of years away, I think. So... He's a big lad, Schuster. I, I suspect yeah, he'll I, stay I, on I, the edge. Yeah, I think he might have outgrown 5'8". Uh, he's just got to work out. Uh, as I said, I think that when, the, when you're a young, young player and you're told to stay on the edge, it's sometimes it's kind of like being on the bench. When you come on and you're kind of out of rhythm and you, you when you're out of the game for so long, on, on the game itself, like seven, eight minutes, you haven't touched the ball, you kind of... You get it goes through your, your mind too much, and you, you're overthinking things. Instead of just getting the ball and using their God-given talents to run the ball as hard as they can, and then look for the offload if it, if it appears. I think at the moment Josh's first instinct is to pass the ball, um, and once he gets and it's all it's all it's all to do with experience. You know, the kid's in his first year of first grade. I I predicted this time last year that he'd be the breakout star of 2021, and he hasn't disappointed me one bit. I I just love to see him get more down and dirty. Yeah. All right, so to Manly fans out there, congratulations to for a great season. You reached the penultimate weekend mm. of the year, which is a great achievement. This is the Saturday Scrum. The Triple M Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. So good to have your company heading towards kickoff. Four o'clock, huge game of rugby league. Storm taking on the Panthers. Uh, let's break it down a little bit. Let's begin with the Panthers, uh, what they have to do to achieve success. It's going to be a tough operation this afternoon. It's a well-rested Storm side that awaits them. We were just talking, Gerds, was that a tactical error uh, last round? A lot of clubs, well, three or four clubs at least, Rested players. Yeah. Certainly the Storm did. They went through as well. I've had a, a week, another week off. Mm. Uh, whereas Ivan Cleary decided not to. In fact, the players I've heard, they put their hand up saying they wanted to play. They wanted to get kind of the momentum that had dropped a little bit post-state of origin was starting to mm. build again. They thought, yep. well, let's stick with that and go through as a winning side. Yeah, well, they wanted some continuity, didn't they? Because yep. we've had injuries and we've had, you know, guys like Fisher-Harris and the like and Nathan getting back there with Luai and that combination just starting to blossom again at the right time of the year because at the start of the year, they were just untouchable. Yep. They were so good for those opening 12 games. And then, yeah, you said it, Origin came in and whether it's emotionally or physically, I'm not too sure. But uh, whatever it is that they were trying to do at the back end of the year, they're always going to be brave and their effort areas are great and they were last week against Parramatta. But they haven't. They definitely, for mine, haven't regained this early season form. Even in that win against Parramatta, it was a classic derby and a great semi-final. But just looking at the way they go about their attack, um, the continuity's still not back to where I think it needs to be to, to go on and, and, and compete with Melbourne this afternoon. It's all about, for me, it's all about how, Melbourne and Penrith have been the standout teams this year in the way that they transition from attack, from defence to attack. As soon as they get the ball, regardless of where it is on the field, on the back of a quick play of the ball or a handover or even an error from the opposition, they pull the trigger and there's people in motion. They all know their role and they just execute so well. 
and they just haven't been able to get back to what they were doing early in the year. And I think Melbourne never never lost that. Melbourne have sort of maintained that. So for mine, the, you know, the energy around how they attack Penrith for the moment isn't back to where it needs to be. Um, and, you know, they've had a week to prepare, but it didn't seem to be their last week against Parramatta. Um, and if they're going to, you know, beat Melbourne this afternoon, they they need to regain that early season attacking form, or they, there won't be enough points in them. Couple of changes, ready? Yeah, obviously Moses Leota's out, and Spencer Lenny comes onto the bench. Uh, interesting, Spencer Lenny this week. The story came out that uh, Penrith are looking to move him on potentially at the end of the year. So, are you getting, rid, you're getting rid of another guy of ours? Well, are you I'm, ready? I'm not getting rid of him. Oh, no one else Apparently. heard that. <laughs> Well, you didn't you're read the papers in the paper. Well, I didn't read that. That's was, was, <laughs> oh, I haven't I heard did. that, MG. Cut it out, you gibber. Like like that's a shock. <laughs> What's going on? I won't be able to go out to Penrith ever again. <laughs> wow. Actually, I don't go out there anyway. No. That's okay. Oh, oh wow. 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 It's too far. Hey. Now it's post-code <laughs> racism, mate. <laughs> mate, it was wow. okay when you work for the Australian. Because, you know, no, you know, none of the normal folk can afford the Australian. <laughs> but now that you work for the Telegraph, that's the people's paper, mate. You need to be able to connect with those guys. you get on the Road, you're going to be gobbled up by one of the West. What are you doing? What was the address? You've got to cover all. Oh, all Mogul Road or Northern Road. As soon as you get off that M4. I know Mogul Road. I've been there. You're in Once trouble. Or twice. Anyway, you get a new stadium out there. I'll go out there when they get the new stadium. In <laughs> oh, oh, you'll be welcome with open arms ready. <laughs> just <laughs> in a corporate oh, box. Come I, down to Manly. We I can have a coffee. Just me and you. Uh, the view that I thought that Melbourne was a fait accompli, but I, look, I think Penrith are a chance in this game. Well, of course, they're a chance. <laughs> I think they're a chance. I, I'm not putting a line well, through. Them, the best, I'm, a bit the, like, I'm a bit like Gerds. I think they've got to rediscover. Um, where they were early in the year because I think there's too many guys on the side who are aren't playing their best. Mm. You know, Jerome Lewis publicly yeah. admitted he's been down on form. Um, yeah, Dylan Edwards didn't have a great game last week. Fisher Harris has been a bit down since he came back in the team. They've got blokes who just need to find their best and you know if they don't find it tonight, they're gone. Mm. The this time of year, it's, there's a lot of stats involved with prelims and, and a couple that stand out for mine are that Panthers are 7-1 and one at Suncorp this year. Their spine of Edwards, Luai, Cleary and Coruscant are 20 wins, one loss over the last two years. Um, the coaches, who I, I got this sent to me this morning by one of Penrith's sponsors, Tomo, who's a, the boss of Hertz. He's setting prelims, <laughs> glass half full, mm-hmm. Bellamy versus Cleary in prelims. Cleary 1-0. Wow. They met when Cleary coached the Warriors and knocked them out in round one back in, wow. back in 2011. Gosh. So... There's, there's. Look, I, I get the, I get the narrative. I do. I, I'm, I'm Penrith through and through. I, I love the, my area. I love my club, and I'm, I'm, I'm a realist. Penrith haven't been themselves the last month, and I think it's because Bill Kickow's been on the bench. I think you've got to start with your best and strongest team in these finals. You've got to make a statement, and you've got to make it early. I would start with Pengai, and I'd start with Kickow. I would say, boys, wind up and rip in. There's, there's no tomorrow. There's no tomorrow, Rocky. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. So, Rip, get in there. I'm not going to wait. You. I'm not going to put you on in 20 minutes' time. I'm not going to put you on in 30 minutes' time. I'm going to signal my intentions by putting you on in the first minute of play, and I want you to wind up and you go until you can't walk anymore. Simple as that. Love it. I, I, I want you to run and run and run and run, and I'll tell you when you can come off. But not waiting. I'm, I'm not having you warm on the bench any longer. They've got to go I with the early MG, right? I mean, yeah. Melbourne get him, blew get him, away last year yeah, in the mate, grand final. Get, mm. and just too, like, come on, uh, you want kick out on early. You want mm. Pengai Jr., this could be his last game for the club. Mm. Like, and it, they need they need something because at the moment, I agree with Gerds, there's a few of them treading water um, and for different reasons. The, this is the first time the club had seven represent, re- representatives in state of origin. They're getting the after effect of how emotional and physical that was. 
now they've they've got to come up with plan B to take out this juggernaut, which is Melbourne. Big effort, a, a massive hurdle ahead. But can they do it? Of course they can. Of course they can, because they're, they're going to click. They've got, if, you're going to win, if you've got to win the competition, you've got to beat Melbourne sometime in the finals, and why not today? Brian Toto is a big in. Massive, massive in. Big in for them. Huge He's in. on the wing, but in terms of carrying the ball back, oh, yeah. as you're saying, as in delivering energy to a footy side, Crazy. he's essential. Ab- look, absolutely. And and Liotta's a big out. Yeah. Like he's had an outstanding year and um, he was out in the in the opening final game against South Sydney and, and Penrith didn't come through that one so well. But they just need to go back and look at, uh, you know, how... how the Eels pulled Melbourne apart a couple of weeks ago, and if you're going to beat the Melbourne Storm, you can you can only go through their middle. If you go through their middle, uh, we, we saw that Parramatta have got a really aggressive pack, and and they went at it with Penrith last week. And Penrith got you know they got the they got the win. Whether they got over the top of Parramatta in the middle, it, it doesn't really matter. But they held them in the middle, and they got the result. So they need to go with that attitude again. And at the back end of the year, if I saw a little chink in Melbourne's armour, it was under the high ball. Now, Ryan Pappenhausen's come back and he's, he's getting better by the week, but I still don't think his he's confidence under the high ball is where it should be. Um, and he's got a couple of wingers there that don't have a lot of um, – or Addo Carr will be back this week, but they're guys that you can get above. They're guys that you can sort of rattle, uh, and they've got a couple of little defensive errors on, on their edge, on that right edge as well, that can maybe be exploited. But to do that, you need to obviously be getting out of your back end, which is where Brian Toto comes in, getting into the, the red zone there of the Melbourne Storm and getting in those positions to put those attacking kicks up, and there's no better exponent than Nathan Cleary. So – they, you're only going to get a couple of opportunities against the Melbourne Storm, and you've got to be good enough to take them. If you take those opportunities, and then they open, and you and you can put some points, and you can get in front of Melbourne and make them chase. That's what they did. They didn't chase Parramatta so well, and you can only look at that game because they haven't bloody lost any other ones. You've turned, into, you've turned me into a believer. I'm Kurt. excited. I'm a believer. Very excited about what is in store. This Panthers afternoon. are in this. <laughs> too late, buddy. Too, uh, too. You are just a semi suck up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking over the Melbourne Storm, a little later in the show, we'll speak with Cam Smith. Benji Marshall is also on his way right here. Saturday Scrum. Thanks to King G. The Triple M Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Mark Guy, Ryan Girdler, Brent Reed. My name is Tony Squires. Reedy, when you're writing a story, you notice you wrote it one today with Pete Bedell. Yeah. It was about Jerome Luai and Cameron Munster yes. and, you know, their respect for each other, but yeah. also, uh, you know, a little bit sledgy, yeah. which is, I think, terrific. Yeah. Do you, do you sit there uh, side by side and uh, just, you know, type together no. one line each? How, how do you <laughs> no, share no. The, the, no, Pete, the joy there? Pete sent me some quotes yeah. from Cameron Munster. Uh, I wrote the story. You're the writer. Because he sent me the quotes... Oh, two names so on he it. Gets, yeah. He gets a So quite often this act. week there's been Pete and I have been combining on yarns and invariably one of us writes it and the other one supplies information for it. Mm. Yeah. So it's a little bit Woodward and Bernstein. A little bit like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not quite yeah. the same. You just haven't managed to bring uh, down a government yeah, yeah, yeah. yet. Yeah. But at, at some point. <laughs> We're working on it though. We're working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> sure that will happen. Uh, <laughs> McCartney and Lennon. <laughs> really? McCartney and Lennon. Yeah, the Dellen Reed. I love it. Yeah. Time for this. Welcome to Tony's Spotting Quiz. More like uh, Rogers and Patton. Rogers and Patton. Patton. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Collin. Islands in the stream. Islands in the stream. <laughs> that is why we are. Good operator, yeah. right, Pete. Very good operator. Pete Bedell. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Good like Pete. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, all here is our... This is the uh, penultimate <laughs> quiz of the year. Mm. Second time I've used penultimate today, and I'm Notice very proud that. of myself. Yeah. 
Second you always last. do like that on the second last show. I do. You? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. All right, this is just a, uh, a general quiz for you. Are you ready to go? You can use your names as your buzzers. You wouldn't mind testing those for me, please. Ready? MG. Good. Love it. Which team scored the first try of this final series? Yes. MG. Yes, that was a good. That's a good question, Thank Tony. You. That was the first game of the year was played between... No, not the first of the year, no, the, the final series. Oh, the, the final series. You okay, blindly so one and, and four played first. Oh. Enough to, no, they didn't it do that. Me, it was... Storm. Storm, Storm is correct. First. I'll yes. give you ten points if you can tell me who the player was. Hollum. No. No. Uh, uh, Isaac Lumi Lumi. Oh, Lumi Lumi. Lumi Lumi. I see where you go. Who plays in tonight's AFL Grand Final? Yes, Gertz. Melbourne and the Bulldogs. Correct. What, ladies and gentlemen, is this, and where will we hear it this weekend? Love your music. I do. I do. Nothing. Oh, it's Mary's Cathedral tomorrow. It's, well, it's a national anthem. There's a clue for you. MG. Yes, oh. MG. The the Pumas. Correct. Yeah. It is the Argentinian national anthem. They'll play the Wallabies good, tonight good. in Townsville. Mm. What golf contest is underway at Whistling? Yes, Ryder Cup. The Ryder, Ryder Cup. Cup, USA versus Europe. Uh, US leading 6-2, I think, after the yep. foursomes and the four ball. Uh, how many one-day internationals have the Australian women's cricket team MG. won consecutively, MG? 26. Good boy. Wow. Absolutely. Yesterday being that 26, had to get 13 off the last over against India. Mm. <laughs> 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 flat track tone. Was it Mackay? It was in Mackay. Yeah. Beautiful. Everything's in Mackay. That's the sporting <laughs> capital of the world. <laughs> Why wouldn't the grand final be in Mackay? Exactly. <laughs> True or false? Ryan Girdler is extremely popular around Manly Ready? at the moment. MG. <laughs> it's very true. That's a false. <laughs> that's very, very false. It, it could be both answers are right. Exactly. Yeah. Who uh, has been appointed coach of Carlton this week? MG. SMG. Oh, Vossi. Correct. Oh, that was very good. <laughs> and finally, buzz in when you know this answer. Who am I? I was born in Coonabarabran. I made my NRL debut in 2009. I've made 286 NRL appearances, 19 state of origins, and 21 tests. My brother was a Queensland origin advisor, but was forced to quit because of perceived conflict of interest. My Gerd. first... Yes, Gerd. Um, Sutton. Jared Sutton. Oh, Sutton. oh yeah. question. Nice tone. Good work, Gerd. Oh, play. There's another quiz for you. <laughs> I love that Plenty quiz. To come. <laughs> Benjamin Marshall uh, will be on the show. Cam Smith as well. Stick around. Comfort, technology, and design. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot, and strong. Install a Ream.